Warning, this episode contains foul language, extremely graphic details of a murder, and spoilers for American Horror Story. Weirdos, you are listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week, we sit down with one of our friends and chat about something weird. However, this week's episode is special. This week, we're going to be sharing with all of you our experiences from last week at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, where we held our very first paranormal investigation. Super stoked to share that with you guys. My name is Lauren, and this is my co-host, Ashley. Hello. I finished that yawn just in I was worried. I looked over (laughs) at you, and I was like, oh, God, she's coming out of the yawn. (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited for this episode. I know. Me too. Yes. We have so much to share. I know. We have so much to share. Silliness. Most of it is dumb. Most of it is silly (laughs) and ridiculous and absurd, but some of it is spooky. Some of it's kind of spooky. Well, before we get started, we're going to do, we're going to do our news segment. This week in Weird. 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 (laughs) I turned into an opera singer. I know. I love it. Oh, Oh, Penny Paw. Penny Penny liked it. Penny really enjoyed that one. But I don't have anything for this video. (laughs) No, I do. Worst host ever. I don't have any news stories, but I do have a PSA for anyone and everyone who has Netflix and eyeballs. So, Netflix just added a BBC show called Weird Wonders of the World. I heard of that. And it is fantastic. You've watched it? It's so good. I've watched three episodes. Oh my gosh. And it's incredible. Oh. Oh, we got frisky cats. Oh my gosh, Uh, I've been excited. Gabby also loves it. Um, so each episode has like five to ten weird phenomenon around the world and the scientific explanation for them. Okay. Uh, so far I've seen three episodes and my favorite weird stories have been, uh, my favorite one has been about a blind man who can see with his ears. Pardon? So he's literally like a human bat. So he clicks his tongue like... And uses the sonar to see to how close see things are to him. The world around him. That's crazy. Yeah. So he uh, he can like ride a bike. He travels the world on his own. Like you see him like riding a bike and like. Do you know what his the name whole is? Time. It's no, fu- he's it's foreign. fine if you don't. Oh, he's foreign. Okay. There's a guy who goes to my old church that I used to go to in Hollywood. I don't know if I should say the name or not. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. But he used to go there and he, I don't know if it's to the same extent of this guy that you're talking about, but he's blind and it has something very similar where he can ride his bike by using like vocal sounds that he uses. I'm going to have to get his name and his story and share it next week yeah. because you're just like reminding me right now that I met him once and was like, how? Who? And thought he was the coolest. But they show... 
Oh my goodness, what is wrong with you? They show him on the show. Uh, He does like a CAT scan. They want to see like how his brain is working. Mm -hmm. Because usually when you lose one of your senses, other senses are heightened and your brain actually like rewires itself or like reforms or like certain parts of the brain will look differently than others because you're using blah, 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 blah. And his doesn't. He's literally like there's nothing different about him he just taught himself at a very young age that he can basically use like sonar to see the world that's crazy it's nuts wow there's like one part in the show where he they take him to this park that he's never been to and they basically say like describe it and he walks around the park and he describes everything in the park because he can see it that is so cool it's nuts i can't wait to watch this is he actually, the thing is, he's not blind. He has no eyes. His he eyes are fake. Have like, eyes. they're okay. glass eyes. So it's not okay. even like, I'm faking it. Like, right. he, he, he lost his eyes. eyes. So now that he has, like, two glass eyes. That is it's so bonkers. Cool. Um, I can't wait to watch it. There was also a guy who had 400 times the amount of yeast in his body. And his body is basically a microbrewery that produces alcohol. So all of a sudden he was just like constantly drunk and his wife, like him and his wife were fighting because she thought he was like a secret alcoholic and like she couldn't find the alcohol anywhere. And like his family and friends were concerned that he was like, because he would just like all of a sudden be hammered. Yeah. And his body was actually, there was too much yeast in his, I can't remember if the yeast was in his intestines. Okay. And it, it was wasn't breaking down like it was supposed to. So anytime he, like, ate certain foods with sugar, the sugar and the yeast would, like... Or carbs, I think it was. The carbs okay. and the yeast and the sugar. Basically, that food would ferment in his body and he would get drunk. That is crazy. Yeah. That's bonkers. What? Um there was also a volcano in Indonesia that's lava is blue instead of red, and they determined it was because, for whatever reason, this volcano produced an abnormally high amount of sulfur, and when you burn sulfur, the fire burns blue instead of orange. Okay. But it's stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's just Very like... cool. It's so good. It's as good as I thought it was We watched that it. That's me. what we watched the other night, so we, like, went out, me, Joe, and Colin went out, and we drank, and we partied, and whatever. Partied really hard. We played Phase 10. So it was like, yeah. Love Phase 10. We're really popular. Um, (laughs) And after Colin left, we just like threw it on and we were pretty drunk. And so we were watching it and like my mind was completely blown. I was literally like, what is happening? Is this real? Anyway, so you guys should watch uh, Weird Wonders of the World, BBC. It's on two seasons are on Netflix, and it's incredible. The other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, with you is American Horror Story. More Um, seasons. Picked up for three more seasons. But I'm kind of confused because Ryan Murphy said next season was going to be a crossover of Coven and Murder House, but then he said it would be about the 2016 election. What? <laughs> so what, what? But I don't know if it's even about either of those because they never tell you what the next season's about. So That's I feel true. like I he's going to say bullshit. that and then it's going to be like it mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> I think he could definitely just be lying to get people stirred up and excited and yeah. then it could be something completely random. Something completely different. But he is trying to get Jessica Lang back for a season. Oh, please. So I think it is going to be the Murder House Coven crossover so she could play one of her former characters. Yes. Because I feel like they can't do that without her. Sure. 
that it wouldn't be worth it. Well, in Coven, she was the best part of both. Spoilers for Coven. In Coven, she dies. Mm-hmm. So, what if they did some sort if of if they prequel? did a murder? If they did a prequel, yeah, they would need her. If they did a Murder House Coven crossover, they would definitely need her for a couple episodes for Constance, okay. who is the fucking best, the best. I always thought it would be interesting to do an episode or a season down the line with Constance and was it Mikey? Was that the baby's name? I don't remember. I think it was Mikey, um, like grown up mm-hmm. and do like an omen type thing where like now he's like running for president, Ooh. which could tie in Murder House, Coven, and the presidential and the election. election. He grew up to be Hey, Donald Ryan Murphy, Trump. if you need... <laughs> A writer for American Horror Story. I got some shit to tell you. Ashley is free. I also thought it would be cool that if they did that in the future and little Mikey was running for president and Constance was still alive because, like, even though in reality she'd probably be dead by then, but because she's raising the son of the devil, like, she's rejuvenated, kind of. She's She's able to live forever. She's able to, like, kind of live much longer. Right. Um... And then also have uh, Joseph Fine's character from um, Asylum be the Pope at that time. Because that's what he was, like, working towards. Yeah. But they killed him in Asylum. So and I was how, like, no! How could he Because I just back? knew that that's what they were going to do. That he right. was then, in the future, going to be the Pope. And it was going to be this whole corrupt thing. Yeah. Anyways. I think you should write for the show. You I have a lot like of ideas. I have a lot of ideas, and they're all good. None of them are bad. Um, <laughs> but it still hasn't been announced whether or not Feud is going to follow suit in the American Horror Story tradition of bringing back actors, so she may end up working on season two of Feud instead, right. which is going to follow Princess Diana and Prince Charles. Which, if you guys haven't watched Feud, fucking watch it, because oh, it is a fantastic boy. show. I've only watched I two episodes, it. and I need to watch all the episodes. <laughs> I know. I need to watch more, too. I was really struggling to get into FX, which I texted you about oh, on yeah. multiple occasions, screaming at you to give me the correct login, because I Did needed you more Feud. I haven't tried the last thing that you sent me, because I think I had moved on with Because mine's life, working just fine. I know. So I know. Weird. Like all of a sudden, I started getting kicked off of all my things, and I was like, "What?" We share all of our passwords. We share so all of our. So if logins. Netflix or if anything uh, goes Direct out, TV is listening right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry about it. About but anyway, it. the feud is wonderful. Anything with Jessica Lang is wonderful, really. Yeah. Yeah. So or happy Ryan that Murphy. she reappeared in no. the world. Me too. I don't ever want her to leave. I don't want her to age, but she kind of looks like she's not getting much older. She might not. She might be age. just like stuck where she's at. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yep. Anyways, that's all I had for this weekend weird. It's not really weird stories, but stuff I wanted to talk about. Stuff you guys should watch and see. So this episode's structure is going to be a little different because a lot of what this episode is going to be was actually recorded last Wednesday. So we're kind of just here filling in the the holes but right now we're going to uh, take you back in time. Let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a little bit. <laughs> uh, we're going to go back to a week ago today when we were recording live from the Biltmore Hotel. In downtown L.A. In downtown L.A. Enjoy. Hi, hello. Hey, weirdos. Hi. This is Keep It Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hello. We are <laughs> recording. I'm Ashley. I'm Lauren. We are, we're going to do this later. Yeah. Whatever. Hi. Hey we're, guys. Hello. We are downtown 
at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. There it is. This is our first official paranormal investigation. Yeah. We're drinking our sugar-free Red Bulls. One of us has pooped. <laughs> the other needs to soon. Would really love to. Yep. We're hoping for that. Fingers crossed <laughs> Fingers for crossed that. Fingers crossed for that BM. <laughs> and I don't mean Bloody Mary. Gosh. So, basically, so we took a tour of the hotel earlier. Not like a, no one, like, gave us a tour. We, like, explored the hotel. We explored all the hot spots that we want to potentially check out later. We're pretty, I mean, I would say we're we're not, like, super creeped out. But, yeah, we're a little creeped out. A little um, bit. I got, I felt, I'm going to be telling some stories about the hotel before we get into any of the investigating, some history of the hotel, et cetera, et cetera. But I will say that I did not feel good when we went up to the 11th floor. No, the 11th floor had a weird vibe about it. Especially the the one end. Mm-hmm. There's one end of the hallway that just, like, it felt so different from one end to the other. One end of the hallway had this glorious view and sort of a brightness about it that yeah. just felt really nice and you wanted to be there. And then the other end had this creepy old window. It was... <laughs> Propped open, which it was, was open. also bizarre, and there were dead leaves in the little area right outside well, of it. Well, because we went to the the creepy uh, side first, like we got yeah. off the elevator. I immediately was like, this "I don't weird. feel good. Maybe it's just because we're up high." Because mm-hmm. we were on the eleventh floor. Yeah, I was like, "Maybe it's just because we're up high," but I really don't feel good. Like I was a little bit dizzy, and we walked to the creepy end first, not knowing it was the creepy end. We just kind of walked to the end with a window, mm-hmm. and we got down there, and I was like, "Man." This is creepy. This is the worst. <laughs> we looked out the window for a second, and then we were like, let's see if, what the view is on the other side. And then we walked to the other side, it and it glorious. felt great. Mm-hmm. And even looking back toward the other end of the hallway, it was like, okay, that, it's creepy, right? Yeah. Like, even looking at the other end of the hallway from the nice end of the hallway it was like, weird, Ugh. yeah. And then that guy came around the corner and you oh, almost died. I almost had heart attacks. <laughs> I was concentrating so hard on the other end of the hallway and it's where all my focus was going. And then suddenly a man walked around the corner, totally innocent man, just walking back to his room with a CVS bag and I jumped out of my skin. <laughs> So we're doing really good so far. So far, so good. So far, so good. We, like I said, we took a tour. We pooped. We grabbed some snacks. We grabbed some Red Bulls. Um, and met the most fun yes. guy at the gift shop. We went to the gift shop. Okay, so here's the thing. We brought a bottle of wine because it's essential for uh, paranormal investigations. So I've heard. So I brought a bottle of wine. And, like, the second I took it out of the bag, Lauren was like, so do we have a wine bottle opener? And I was like, absolutely not. immediately tell by her face um, that we did not have a wine opener. So we had to go down to the gift shop and definitely get a wine bottle opener for $5, which is actually not bad, I should Yeah, I was like, is that bad? (laughs) I think that's pretty stupid. I really wanted one that said, like, the Millennium Biltmore. But it's just, like, a plain old. Anyway, so... As we were down there, I the guy that was checking us out seemed very nice. So I was like, hi, by the way, I have to ask, have you seen any ghosts? And I honestly feel like they're trained to be like, no. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, yeah, a ton. And I was like, really? And he was like, no, I haven't. And we were like, oh, man. He was like, are you into that kind of stuff? And I was like, yeah, we actually have a paranormal podcast. We're super into it. That's kind of why we're here. And then he was like, oh, okay. Let me tell you some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
He's programmed to say no so he doesn't scare off customers. And he even told us, he's like, bartenders and security guards have the best stories, but they probably won't tell you because they don't want to scare people off and they keep it to themselves, blah, blah. And we're like, but we have but to But this know. is why we're here. Right. But anyway, once he opened up, he was like, actually, like, I was unpacking some boxes the yeah. other day in the back room and I heard someone whisper hello. And then he said, things get moved around in the store. What else did he say? He said a, a woman oh, a came in there. Thing. Yeah, one day. He didn't know she was a medium. She came in there. She was buying whatever. And she kind of kept looking over her shoulder behind her. And she was like, are there other people in this room? And he was like, nope. Yeah. And she was like, there's no children in here? And he was like, no. And she was like, oh. And then she told him, like, she was a medium. She was a psychic. And that there were a bunch of kids in the room. And that the kids like to play with the toys in mm-hmm. the gift shop. And there's a couple little toys and hanging out, like stuffed animals. Yeah, stuffed animals, which he had already, he had told us that the, uh, about, like, that corner of the room, there's these coffee mugs. And they're told to store them away with the handles facing inward mm-hmm. so that you can't grab the handles. And he was like, every, like, all the time I'll go and I'll turn all the coffee mugs around. And I know no one comes into the store because when you walk in, there's, like, a big ding as soon yeah. as you walk in. And he'll notice that they have then turned around. Yeah, he'll come back over to the mug area and all the handles will be, oh, not all the handles. He said it's usually one or two, which I feel yeah. like is even creepier, just, like, a couple of the handles sticking out at you. But he said for sure no one had come in the store and he was yeah. in there alone. So that was a fun story. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he, he was wonderful. We're going to actually, we have to head down to the bar in, like, half an hour or so. So we're going to try and weasel something out of the bartender. The yeah. bartender won't talk. We'll go stock all the security security right. guards and see someone's if anyone... Someone's got to tell us something. Someone's got. I feel like... As soon as, like, we tell them, like, no, this is, we, we're into this stuff. This is, like, why we are here. They might yeah. tell us. I hope so. Like, I promise you won't scare us off. I know, but I totally understand being like, no, nothing like that. Like, yeah. You want to keep people you want in your people hotel. To, like, stay here. Yep. Uh, but the hotel is gorgeous. It's so beautiful. The lobby, all of the different ballrooms, even their business center, which at every other hotel is hideous and boring, is gorgeous and has a chandelier hanging in it. And there's pictures, which I, oh, I didn't get to show you when oh, we were down yeah. there. There's pictures of some of the first Academy Awards that took place mm-hmm. here. And you see all kind of celebs. I think Walt Disney's in one of the pictures. And yes. it's just really cool. Yeah, we'll get into the uh, the history real quick. Uh, so we're at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. The hotel opened in 1923. And when it was built, it was the largest hotel west of Chicago. It's a lot of land. The Oscars were held here from 1931 to 1942. Walt Disney stayed here pretty frequently. A lot of movies are filmed here. Actually, when we got here today, we went to like try and find the parking lot, and there were so many vans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were shooting in the bar And trucks downstairs. that said Paramount. Like, it was all filming yeah. people. But Ghostbusters was filmed here, uh, specifically the ballroom scene when the team is after Slimer. Mm-hmm. Chinatown, A Star is Born, Bachelor Party, Splash, Beverly Hills Cop, True Lies, Independence Day, Ocean's Eleven, Wedding Crashers, The Italian Job, National Treasure, and many, many more have filmed scenes inside this hotel. There's a lot of famous hauntings in this hotel. 
One famous story from the hotel is that a maintenance man came to fix the air conditioners and he had to go up onto the rooftop. He said he saw a boy with no face and ended up fleeing the building screaming. They ended up having to find another maintenance company because he wouldn't come back to the hotel. I really don't want to run into that boy. And I I feel like that's the one that I'll see. Like, (laughs) I want to see something so benign. Well, luckily, every door that leads to the roof. Uh, says that an alarm will go off. And I tried to open one, but Lauren got mad at me, so... Yeah, it was, like, the one that said it wouldn't signal an alarm. Yeah, it was open. It was I was like, don't test it. It was cracked. Ashley's There's trying to get There's a Starbucks cup out. out there. Okay. Anyways. We did find... It was, like, a service elevator. Yeah. And the door like was death. open, and we went in there, and it smelled... I don't know if I've ever smelled anything like that. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. It was either old food or a dead body. One of the two. Yeah. You said old noodles. <laughs> I don't know why it's what came to my head. I felt like it was an Italian restaurant that, like, hadn't cleaned up in a while. I don't know. Like, old decaying, cheesy pasta. I don't know. So we found an old decaying, cheesy pasta service elevator earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> The crystal ballroom that we were in, we yeah. took pictures of. Employees say they hear laughing and sounds of a party in there when they're alone cleaning. That'd be um, kind of fun. Yeah. Like, ooh, people are jamming. I know. <laughs> Down in the accounting office, employees claim they see a ladylike shape walk past the doorways. One woman uh, was staying on the 11th floor, and she checked out. In the middle of the night, she made the Biltmore refund her money and pay for another hotel for her to stay at. Uh, that night because she claimed that things w- were moving in her room on their own. Yikes. So, that's crazy. This story I wanted to tell you earlier. Holy crap. The gift shop manager, his name was uh, Angel Aloff. I don't believe that's who he spoke to. That says that one of their regulars, a CEO, he wouldn't name person. the person, but he's a CEO. He said uh, he had an incredible story to tell about one of his stays. He says he went to use the bathroom, uh, like the lobby bathroom, and on his way back, he showed me his phone, and there was an Academy Awards clip playing from when they did the ceremonies here. And I said something like, that's awesome, you found something about the Biltmore on YouTube, and he said, no, you don't understand, this just started playing on my phone when I passed the back hallway. Shut your damn mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I have to take you down that hallway. That's where the bathrooms are is where those all those Academy Award yeah, pictures are. And it. it's like a long hallway. So it's like cool Spooky. slash could be scary at night. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we didn't go down there earlier. I'm the worst. We had to poop. True. We had prayers. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Let's see. Another employee, a server at the Biltmore's restaurant, I don't know which one, claims that an older employee died there in 2012 and has been seen by employees several times in the hotel since. There's an actual review on TripAdvisor that I found. (laughs) It's a three-star review. The woman gave four stars on, like, everything. She said she loved the hotel. It was classic and beautiful, and the location was great, and the room was small but nice, and the service was amazing. But she gave a one-star review for sleep quality because she said that she stayed four nights, and three of the four nights she was there, she was woken up by her bed shaking and a dark cloud hovering over her bed for 15 minutes at a time. Great. Really excited for sleeping tonight. I brought a nightlight. One of the most infamous stories is about a ghostly troop of soldiers passing through the lobby. The hotel actually served as a temporary boarding house for sailors arriving in L.A. prior to entering World War II. 
Wow. Oh, you know what? It is the ninth floor. I said I thought it was the sixth, but it's the ninth floor. Uh, the second and the ninth floors are apparently the most haunted. Guests on the ninth floor have experienced knocking on their door, the sound of a little girl giggling, and her footsteps racing down the hallway. Others have even spotted her watching them from the corner of their eye, but when they t- uh, when they turned, she was gone. Mm. Aha. So just before Halloween in October of 2010, a woman uh, named Laura Finley plunged six stories to her death. She fell from the railing of the 11th floor stairwell in the early hours of the morning. Uh, this is the same floor that the woman fled from in the middle of the night because she claimed things were moving on their own in her room. Awesome. And the 11th floor, if you remember, is the one that I went up to earlier and immediately felt not super. So 2, 9, and 11. Yes, for like sure 9 and 11. Yeah. yeah we, and maybe two, if we have time. 2, supposedly 2, from what I could find online, the ghost of a nurse has been seen okay. on the second floor. Okay. So... That's interesting, but I'd rather see the little girl. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, <laughs> 9 and 11, I believe, is where we're going to be. I mean, obviously, we're going to be doing investigations in our room, mm-hmm. trying to communicate, but we're definitely going to go up to uh, the different haunted floors. We're going to go have a couple drinks in the lobby. The lobby is important because the main reason we're here today, tonight, this evening, is because... The Millennium Biltmore is the last place that Elizabeth Short was seen before her mutilated corpse was found in January of 1947, and she became known as the Black Dahlia. She has been seen multiple times on the 10th and 11th floor, as well as in the lobby of the hotel. Her death remains a complete mystery to this day. Which drives me up a wall. We actually walked the almost the exact path that she walked the day that she left the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. Never to be seen again. Never to be seen again. Well, she was seen once more six days later, uh, cut in half. And I'm going to tell her story a little bit, too, for those of you who don't know. Apparently, she was staying... She she wasn't even staying at the Millennium Biltmore. Her sister was staying at the Biltmore Hotel. Mm-hmm. She was probably she probably stayed a couple nights here with her, but her sister was moving to LA. That's why she was here. Uh, she was last seen in the bar of the lobby where we're going to be grabbing drinks. And also, the lobby used to have a row of you know like payphone type, maybe not payphones, but they used to have a row of phones, and that's where you would make your phone calls. That was way before the rooms had their own phones. Ah, yes. <laughs> That luxury. <laughs> so she was seen making phone calls in the lobby. She was seen having a drink in the lobby. She was seen pacing in the lobby that day. And then she went upstairs. Her sister, you don't know exactly what floor she's stayed on, but a lot of people think it's either the 10th or the 11th floor where she was seen. There's one story I have to tell that maybe suggests it could be the 6th floor. And then then she she left. And that was it. And so she had no enemies or anything that anyone knew about. Maybe she had a secret. Not really. She was. Okay, so Elizabeth Short moved out here. She was from Boston, I believe. And she moved out here when she was pretty young. I would say 18, 17, 18, to be an actress. She's known to be kind of a desperate actress. She, She was kind of like, you know, she said she was meant to be a star and. 
basically, there was no telling her that she wouldn't be famous. Mm-hmm. So every time you see her portrayed in movies or TV or whatever, it's always like a very desperate woman. Okay. I think she was just young and naive. I don't think she yeah. was as desperate as like they portray her to be. Some people say that she was a call girl, but, but there's I not really proof no, there's that, absolutely yeah. no proof of that. So yeah. I don't know, but I, just I wonder do why she was have... pacing around. Like it seemed like she was anxious about something. It so it makes me think like someone was, was after her. She was meeting. She had an escort for the evening. He was the last person that ever saw her, aside from her killer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have a story before I get into who she is and what happened to her. A story that happened at the hotel here. Let's see. It was a warm and sunny afternoon in early spring. This is a man. I crossed the lobby and tapped the call call key for the elevator. As the door opened, I stepped inside and pressed the number eight for my floor. I noticed that the six was illuminated, and as I did, I glanced to my left and realized I wasn't alone in the elevator. A dark-haired young woman was standing in the corner and gave me a faint smile. I smiled back and looked up at the numbers of the elevator going up. I glanced at the reflection of the woman in the polished steel of the doors. Even in the blurred view, she was stunning. Her nearly black hair was swept back and up in the style of the 40s and 50s. Her skin was pale, maybe even more so against the jet black of her dress and hair. Other than the rustle of her dress, she made no sound. Finally, the elevator reached the sixth floor, and with a soft chime, the doors slide open. I stepped aside to let her pass and notice she's not moving. She continues to stand in the corner, seemingly unaware that she has reached her floor. This is the sixth floor, I say, and this seems to startle her into awareness. She steps forward and moves past me off the elevator. As she does, I felt a chill. It feels like ice-cold air passed me. I got goosebumps. She stepped out of the elevator and turned back to look at me. She doesn't speak, but there's no mistaking the look of urgency in her eyes. It seems like she's asking for help. The elevator doors start to close, and I cut her off, as it seems like she's trying to re-enter the elevator. I frantically push the button that will open the door again, and just before they close completely, they slowly slide open again, and she's gone. She's just gone. I'm pretty sure I said what the fuck out loud. There's, uh, she's nowhere in the hallway. I even called out for her, but got no response. A few weeks, maybe months later, I was browsing in a local bookshop and picked up a book about true unsolved mysteries, and I saw her picture. On the next page, I saw her postmortem picture. I have no doubt in my mind that she was Elizabeth Short. Wow. When did this happen? Um, this was like 2001, 2001. Okay. I didn't write it down, but it was like early th- 2000s Man. when this happened. That's nutty. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so then I have here, let's see. The last time Elizabeth Short was seen was in the bar and lobby of the Biltmore Hotel making phone calls. Uh, her escort for the evening, Red Manley. I like that name. That's a cool name. And the hotel employees were the last known people to see her alive. Six days later, her body was discovered in a vacant lot approximately eight miles from the Biltmore Hotel. This is where it's going to get pretty hard to listen to. So if you don't want to hear the worst thing that's ever happened to a human being, maybe fast forward a couple minutes. Her body was posed in a seductive way. Her face had been slashed so that her smile extended to her ears. She had been neatly cut in half right above her waist. Her body had been thoroughly cleaned and her blood drained. 
One breast was slashed open, rope marks marred her wrist and ankles, and a section of flesh had been removed from her thigh and then inserted into her body. Her pubic hair was shaved and inserted into her vagina and rectum. Evidence of feces was found in what was left of her stomach, indicating that she had been forced to eat it. No blood or other evidence was found at the scene, though uh, leading the police to believe she was killed and mutilated elsewhere. Her body was found on January 15th, and on January 24th, a package was mailed to the L.A. Examiner containing several of her belongings, including photographs, her birth certificate, her social security card, and her address book. Gasoline had been used to wipe the packages clean of any fingerprints or DNA evidence. The next day, her purse and one high heel were found in a dumpster a few miles from where her body was dropped. Supposedly, her killer sent 13 letters to the police and the media. Elizabeth Short was only 22 years old, and the murder was never solved, and the case remains open to this day. That is so horrible. Horrible. Like, the worst thing. No one knows what One person could do to another. Yeah, what? Over 50 people have, like, turned themselves in and claimed to have been the person that killed her. Mm -hmm. But there was never, I mean, no one was ever arrested for it. The thing that's weird is that is so extreme. Yeah. That's not gang behavior. No. That's not a crime of passion. It's like a premeditated. That's a serial killer. Yeah. So why did, why was hers the only body? Right. Like, why was she the only person killed? Because what a specific, unique way to do it. Like, that is a fucked up person that had a plan. I did find this, which was really cool. Have you heard of a man named Steve Hodell? Okay. Uh, He's a retired Los Angeles Police Department detective who, after the news of his father's death, this was about 16 years ago, he started going through his stuff. And has since built an extremely strong and detailed case that his father was the man who was responsible for the Black Dahlia's murder. He has a book about it. We should read it. I haven't read it. Called Black Dahlia Avenger, Mm -hmm. which is what the murderer called himself in his letters to the police. That is basically like a 300 plus page case file against his father. Okay. So it started when he was going through his father's possessions. And he found an old photo album that was, like, pictures of the family, pictures of the kids, blah, blah, blah. And then two photographs of a young girl with pale skin and dark hair that looked a lot like Elizabeth Short. Okay. But it was her as a young girl? Like, no, or, I mean, it was like, her. It was recent. Okay. It was her, you know. This she, had to be, so if Elizabeth died in 1947, and this was 16 years ago, so it had to be around the time, like, early 20s. Okay. Yeah. He ended up eventually getting uh, facial recognition experts to take a look at it, and they could not determine if it was or was not her. They couldn't rule it out, but they also couldn't be like, absolutely, that was her. He found out through all of his research that his father was one of the prime suspects in the murder. He had no idea. He was a doctor. Elizabeth Short's body was given a hemocorporectomy? Sure. It's a procedure that slices the body beneath the lumbar spine, the only spot where the body can be severed in half without breaking a bone. And only someone with extensive knowledge of anatomy would know that, and only a doctor would know how to do that. That was the exact way she was cut in half. Yeah. Oh, it's for sure him. Well, 
Possibly. <laughs> um, the letters sent to the press and the police from the Black Dahlia Avenger were tested against his father, and although they were inconclusive, the two handwriting experts said they could have absolutely been written by the same person. Hmm. Receipts his... Receipts. Receipts? Receipts? Receipts his father had from contracting work on his childhood home showed a purchase of 10 five-pound bags of concrete just days before Short's murder, the same size and brand found near her body the, the police believe the, the killer used to carry her to the spot. Okay. Uh, there were several documented police reports claiming that they believed the culprit was a doctor who lived on Franklin Avenue, which is exactly where the Hodel family lived at the time of the murder. Perfect. There were also, the police ended up bugging his father's business at the time. He was a doctor. They ended up bugging his business, and they actually caught some pretty fucked up audio. Like, an audio of him saying he was going to kill his secretary, and one audio saying, like, oh, they think I'm the Black Dahlia murder. Like, uh, what are they going to do? Basically, he was, like, he was Robert Durst in it. <laughs> Just, being, like, like, arrogant and so... Yeah, yeah. like... Killed them all. Yeah. Sorry about it. I guess they know now. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know why they never arrested this fucking guy. No. But after his father left him, this is something I found on another site. After his father left him when he was nine years old, he moved around and eventually ended up in the Philippines, where I believe he lived the rest of his life. He was living in the Philippines in 1967 when pieces of the body of Lucila Lalu were found. Her legs were found first. Expertly chopped into four pieces and wrapped in newspaper in a garbage can. A day later, her body, headless and legless, was found in a vacant lot. Uh, the suspects were uh, only two of her lovers, a 19-year-old patrolman and Jose, a 28-year-old dental student. The police admitted, though, that the murder could only have been committed by someone familiar with the use of knives and had to have had the precision of a surgeon. The body parts were found. Uh, the body parts found were drained of blood and cold to the touch, suggesting suggesting that maybe they had been stored in a large freezer. No blood or other evidence was found around the body or at the crime scene. The 28 year old dental student ended up serving life in prison for the crime of which he claims he did not commit. And they think that could be tied to what's his face. Well, his father was living in the Philippines at the time. It sounds an awful lot like right what happened. To Elizabeth Short. I just wondered if, like, it happened near where he was staying or if oh, there was anything closer. I don't know. But, I, I mean, don't know if even, you can find, like, the exact address right. of where his father lived. But no, I mean, that is enough to um, be convincing. After researching the case for over two years, Hodel gave his evidence to Stephen Kay, an assistant district attorney at the time. And after reading over all the details over a period of a few months, he got back to Hodel and said, and I quote, if your father was still alive, I would be filing murder charges against him. I mean, I'm now going to say this is not an unsolved murder case, and it was 100% that guy. Like, I have zero questions after that. I want to read that book. Yeah. I want, because there's probably even more. That wonder, Everything you just said was enough to convince yeah, me. Yeah, those were I like the highlights more. that I found in this article that came out last year. The book actually came out, I believe, in, like, 2001. It's old, or 2003. But that, apparently, the writer, Steve Hodell, kind of went a little cuckoo mm -hmm. and ended up then writing two more books, accusing his father of being the Zodiac Killer okay, and well. accusing his father of, like, other, like, horrific crimes. And, like, the Elizabeth Short stuff, that all adds up. Mm -hmm. 
But I guess in his other later books, he was, he was just, like, making, like, huge Crazy leaps. accusations. Yeah. But I would like to read the book to find out if he knew her. Right. If his father had any connection, if he could find any connection. Yeah. Between Elizabeth Short and his father. Right. Yeah. One interesting thing, if you saw, you saw American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. They bring the Black Dahlia into American Horror Story season one in a really cool way. Yeah. And how she dies in American Horror Story was that she went in for an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a time, the 40s were a time where you couldn't, you couldn't just go to the doctor and get an abortion. Yeah. The, the abortions were done in basements. Mm-hmm. And so she went to the surgeon to have an abortion kind of under the table and mm-hmm. ended up dying. Right. And... Obviously, what they were doing was illegal, so they had to get rid of the body, and that's how they did it. Well, that's how he did it, because he's a psychopath. Right. So that's an interesting theory. Yeah. Especially with him being a surgeon. Yeah. If he was doing, like, under-the-table abortions. However, that was a theory. I'm assuming American Horror Story got this from this theory, that she had accidentally died trying to get an abortion. Which I loved that theory, and I thought it was so creative yes. on the show, but I'm sure they didn't just pull that out of thin Well, air. according to... Here's the thing. According to her autopsy report, it says that she was not pregnant and had never been pregnant. Okay. However, the autopsy report also says that her uterus was removed. So is there another way that they could see if she had been pregnant before? Right. But if how? Her uterus if your uterus isn't I don't there, know. I can't think of another way. I don't know. But I also don't know enough about the female body and how else we show I don't know enough about my body. I would think no. Well, it's all the all the autopsy reports said was her uterus was removed. It could have been removed and like next to the body because mm-hmm. her body was cut in half. And have you seen the pictures? No. You can never look at them. I don't think I will. I'll just you can actually up. go online and look at the crime scene photos of the Black Dahlia murder, and it is one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen in my entire life. I already made the mistake of looking at the O.J. Simpson murder photos, and that like destroyed me for a month. So yes. I don't think I can look those at those because those are horrifying. horrifying. But this is like next level. I can't. Believe I mean, just by your description, I can't no. believe it. But the way that her Oof. body, you know, it's cut in half. And her legs are, like, like if this is her body, her legs are here, and her torso is, like, here. And they have her posed with her legs, like, open, and her, like, arms behind her head. What a sick Like, in a fuck. seductive way. Oh, it's disgusting. Like, that is the worst part of it, is that so much time and attention was put into how the body was posed. Like, that is just a true, disgusting human being. I can't, can't even wrap my head I can't that. figure it out. I mean... He shaved her pubes and put them into her Inside vagina her. and her rectum. Yeah. What? Why? He like made her just eat shit. What eat did shit? she do? And what else? Didn't they put something else inside of her? Oh, um, like part of her thigh? Yeah, but he cut off part of her, the skin on her thigh and inserted it into her torso. Like, why? Yeah, just like some of the details I just literally, all I can say is why. I don't understand what the symbolism is there, if it's just truly a disgusting human, and like, how can I make this more fucked up, and where can I, where can I put things? That's, like, the most twisted mind. So, 
Um, that's the story of the hotel we're staying at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sleep I forgot we're in that hotel. I'm um, not sleeping, so it's no. probably die here. If you don't hear from us, we've really enjoyed this podcast. this podcast and talking to you guys every week. Hey, hey missed wasn't ya. that fun? <laughs> wasn't that a good time? <laughs> we had fun here. <laughs> so in that clip, you did hear us talk about, uh, we did talk to the guy who's working in the gift shop and he gave us some good info. Uh, what you didn't get to hear is that we did go down to the bar, had a few cocktails, and <laughs> we talked to the uh, bartender, actually, whose name was Greg, and he was amazing he was one of the coolest people i've ever talked to in my life and he had worked at the biltmore for 32 32 years years. yeah he Mm -hmm. bartends in the gallery bar which if any if any of you angelinos have ever been to the biltmore you've probably been to that bar but on this particular night sucked gallery bar was closed yeah they were filming and the bar was closed so we had to use the teensy tiny hotel bar but lucky us greg was still bartending at the other bar and so he gave us information which we loved he was well we had asked him not immediately we ordered our drinks he was making our drinks and greg is an older gentleman so He's not the fastest bartender in the world. No, he definitely <laughs> takes his sweet time. But his drinks are uh, delicious. His drinks are so good. I can't even tell you. But we basically, I asked him, you know, do you have any ghost stories? Have you ever seen a ghost here? And what did he say at first? He just goes, yes. And oh, then yeah. he like walked into the other <laughs> he room. He was like, yes, many. And then he walked away. And we were like... Is he is he a ghost? Yeah. Like, what's happening? <laughs> was he real? He was going to like get pineapple juice or something from the yeah. other room, but he just left so he just abruptly. He's like, yes, many, and then he walked away. But when he came back, he basically told us a ton of ghost stories. He told us a story about how um, there's a gray-haired man that is in the bar. He comes into the bar, and he's been sighted many times by many people. Um, a lot of the times, apparently, this man goes into their liquor their closet. liquor closet yeah but then vanishes when they follow yeah him but in they there. follow him in there and he's not there and then he said one time he uh the gray-haired man entered the restaurant or the bar went to like a table area and sat down and greg sent one of the i don't know if it was a server he sent someone over to take the man's order and the server, whoever, went over to the table and was like, hey, there's no one there. And it was the gray-haired man. Yeah. Spooky, Which I'm wondering if guy. that is, because I remember I told the story uh, last week, which you guys probably just heard, where one of the stories of the Biltmore is that an employee who used to work there passed away and they see him all the time. Oh, that could be him. So I wonder if that was the gray-haired Man we that were, they were talking about. We were trying to connect who that was because we knew there was a little girl ghost mm-hmm. who had been seen. Elizabeth Short is rumored to be there. The woman who fell down the stairs. Like, uh-huh. there's all kinds of stories, but we're like, who's this guy? Who's the like, gray-haired man? Could be him. Or it could just be someone who, like, Wandered used in. to love drinking at that bar yep. and passed away, and now he still drinks at that bar. It's like, hey, I'm a ghost, mm-hmm. and I really miss the Biltmore, so <laughs> yeah. here I go. <laughs> Greg also told us that the 11th floor was haunted, mm-hmm. and then he said, don't go on the second floor. Yep. And we were like, why? And he said, and I quote, it's bad up there. 
all he said about it. He yeah. said he got lost well, on yeah, that floor Well, yeah, he said once. that, uh, yeah, he said he got lost on that floor for, like, 45 minutes once. And all the floors are pretty much the exact same layout, yeah. except for, like, obviously the lobby floor, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit down there, but, like... All we went to several floors. It's all the same layout, but he said he got lost for almost forty five minutes on the second floor once. Yeah. Almost like it was like a Blair Witch situation yeah. where he it just was like you just couldn't find your way out. So that's terrifying. And then we of course tried to go to the second floor because when yeah. someone tells you not to go, we want to go. We immediately tried. We get into the elevator and we press the second floor button. It won't let us select it. Like yeah. it won't illuminate. And so of course so we're, we're looking at each like, other. Ooh. We're getting all giddy. Like ooh, we can't go there. But then it turns out the elevator also doesn't let you go down to the first floor. And we're like, oh, this is a thing. Like, oh, this you can't, is a thing. You just can't go to these floors. Yeah, you just can't go. So then we try to go down the stairs. The doors are all locked. So we think we again we could have been creeped out by this. And been like, why are they keeping us out of the second floor? But some of the floors we found out were being renovated and painted, including the floor we stayed on. It had just been painted. We were getting high on the fumes. So we think the second floor was probably just yeah, being painted and they probably. locked us out. But it was a bummer. There were several times that we almost took the service elevator down. Ashley really wanted I really to. Wanted I'm a to. rule follower. So I was like, no! I'm also a rule follower, but I had had enough to drink that I was like... Here's the thing. We're cute, and we have been drinking, so could all we have to do is it. be like, we didn't know. <laughs> I think you're right to an extent, but I also didn't want to risk it because I was so excited to stay there. I was like, yeah. we cannot get kicked out tonight. <laughs> we cannot get kicked out. We, we only have one here. night to do this. I know. Um. So, yeah, the, the, the second floor elevator thing, that did not work out for us. Uh, sure we didn't. thought it was paranormal. Turns out it wasn't. There was a couple things that happened, actually, that we thought were paranormal, and uh, ended up not being paranormal. Like, the elevator, obviously. Also, the camera that we brought, I had dug out an old digital camera that I... It has to be at least 10 years old. It's the oldest fucking thing. And put new batteries in it. It turned on. It worked. And it was like, yes. So we Miracle. brought this old camera. And we're taking pictures of the corridors and the hallways and staircases and blah, blah, blah. Of the Biltmore. And we noticed that there was this dark shadow in a picture and we were like what What is that is that oh my god and then we took more pictures and then we were down having drinks in the lobby and i was sorting through the pictures and the black shadow was in another picture and Mm -hmm. it was like oh shit what what uh-huh. Uh, but then we started looking through all the other pictures and we realized the black shadow is in every single picture and it's in the in exact same, same spot. Place. <laughs> yeah. So then I pulled up the camera just into camera mode and looked through the viewfinder and it turns out on the viewfinder there's just a black spot. Just a black spot in every single picture. <laughs> and it'll come an out on all camera. of your photos. Yep. It's just an old ass camera and yeah. no black shadow ghost. So was we'll post some around. of those pictures to show you. What we're talking about, because it was actually really exciting and scary when we first saw it, until it was in every single picture in the same spot, and we were like, no. Debunked. Um, It was sad. There was also a couple times where we'd be walking up and down the hallways, and our EMF detector would go crazy, and then we'd realize we were standing next to a fuse box. But you don't see it right away because the door to it is painted the same color as the wall. And so it would go off into us. It was like, oh my gosh, we're buying nothing. Like we're totally finding something. And then it's like, oh no, there's a fuse box. box. Right there. What else? Well, I guess the only other thing that were paranormal was us being a little tipsy. Like there was one point where we like 
kind of got a little lost. And we were like, is it yeah. paranormal? It's like, no. You <laughs> no, just I think you're wine. lost and you've drank too much, actually. <laughs> uh, but we've yeah. got a couple clips of us not finding paranormal things. Well, finding what we thought were paranormal things and then realizing, nope. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Enjoy. One could say that I have trust issues. We didn't start the fire. What's happening? Okay, so here's a weird thing, audience members. We've lost the ah. elevator completely. Oh. <laughs> we found it. Okay, we found it. Um, turns out that was not paranormal. That was just wine and two vodka cocktails. One that tasted like fruit and the other tasted... Like fruit. Like fruit. <laughs> Both tasted like a separate fruit that you have with breakfast. And they were pretty easy to suck in. Yes, they were. Oh, I whispered. Sorry. No more. That was a belch. Ten. Floor ten didn't make it. No, floor ten didn't do much for us. Eleven, however, which we are reaching now. It's dim and it's warm and it has a bad yeah, see, I already don't feel good. Maybe it's because I went upstairs. I'm so out of shape. <laughs> you know what's weird? What? Same as floor 11. I feel much more comfortable on this on end, end than I did on that end. Yeah, I agree. It's a totally different feeling. Earlier. It's negative. Yeah, earlier we were on. Floor. Oh, hello. That, that was, was my butt. That was my butt. Um, this hotel is eerily quiet, and it could be because it's, it's a, a Wednesday, Wednesday, and it's the biggest hotel I've ever freaking seen, so. That could possibly be. Yeah. yeah. A okay. fuse box. That was a fuse box. Oh. It smells like smoke. Do you smell that? Cold bit, yeah. Oh, well, there was a cough, so maybe someone's smoking in their room. Yeah. <laughs> you, want to? you do you, room 920. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel goes down in flames, we know who did it. <laughs> we know who did it. We were up on nine. It was 920, man. Uh, welcome back. Wasn't that funny? It's really weird <laughs> for us because we're not listening to these clips right now. We're just taking a singing break and we'll yep. sing a little bit of a song and then we have to come back and be like, wasn't that great? But wasn't it that actually, we actually, awesome? It wasn't that great for us. No. Um, another thing that happened to us that was not paranormal but very unfortunate was I was constipated mm-hmm. the whole trip. Very and much so. the more I drank, the more I talked about how constipated I was. So here's a fun little montage of poop talk. Yeah. We're drinking our sugar-free Red Bulls. One of us has pooped. <laughs> the other needs to soon. Would really love to. Yep. We're hoping for that. Fingers crossed <laughs> Fingers for crossed that. Fingers crossed for that BM. <laughs> That 
That was a belch by me, Ashley Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Made Ashley especially for you. Favorite. It's certainly not coming out the other end, so it might as well come out of my mouth. Oh. I wonder if I'll ever poop. I wonder if I'll just live like this for the rest of my life. It's like just a permanent butt plug. You're just permanently going to have shit in your intestines. You would have thought the spring rolls would have done the trick. (laughs) You would have thought. Yeah. I bet you'll see a ghost long gone. If I do. Poop will be in the pants. You know I haven't pooped today. It'll finally come out. I'm going to pull this crystal out and ask it if I'm going to poop today. Or ever again in my entire life because it certainly feels like I'm not going to. That toilet sounds like a demon. Wait, send me a text message. Let's send see. you a text message? Yeah. Okay, put it I in front of the EMFs. I want to see if it works. Because um. you're the only one that will text me at this hour. Everyone else I know is asleep. Nothing. Nothing. Interesting. (laughs) Also your text. (laughs) Poop would be nice. (laughs) So our EMF just spiked on something. It was not even on my phone, but it was like right next to it. (laughs) It was your text for the second time. (laughs) Maybe it just liked my poop text. <laughs> it may have boy, just oh boy, people. listeners, I am so sorry you had to listen to me talk about poop for an entire day. But it hasn't <laughs> happened to me for a while. <laughs> oh, I feel the need to tag my silent laugh that I just did because it may have come off as a whisper when I was going. <laughs> it was a laugh. <laughs> so we have talked about poop too much. So much. I apologize. Well, that was my... Oh. Sorry we talked about poop so much. Whoops. Um, I did, if you're interested, I don't know if you are, the next day, I pooped like 90 fucking times. Well I pooped done. so many times. Your body needed to release. I, because I, I had to get up early and come all the way back here and go to work, and like before work I pooped, and then like I worked for like two hours, and then I had to go back later in the day. But I worked for like two hours, came home, pooped again, and I know I pooped at least one more time before I had to go back to work, and then I pooped at night, and I was like... <laughs> Now, oh my god. Now is the time. Your body has a It was a like lot. my colon was haunted. You, you had a haunted colon at the Millennium Biltmore. Yeah, it was a Write it down, folks. But there were a couple things that did happen to us in the hotel. I was never scared. No. Ever. But I was, there were times where I was like, I did not feel good. Yeah, we got bad vibes a couple of times in certain areas of hallways in the hotel where we both were like, it doesn't feel good down here. Feel Something's good. off. Something's weird. It, like, felt stuffier. Our bodies felt strange. It seemed like there was just a negativity or something surrounding us. It was bizarre. 
one, the biggest one is when we first went up to floor 11. I can't remember. Did we go straight up to floor 11? I think so. I think that was our first stop because we were so so excited. So we were, I think at the time, just taking notes. Yeah, we didn't even have our EMF meter or anything. And we went up to floor 11 and immediately after getting off the elevator, I felt horrible. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's because we're up high, but it's only yeah. 11 floors. It's, yeah, it's not like crazy. it was a 70-floor building. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, vertigo. It was like, <laughs> we went up to the 11th floor. I stepped off the elevator and immediately was like disoriented and a little bit dizzy. And like, it was hotter up there than the rest of the hotel. Yeah. The lights were weird. The lighting, it was so much more dim and weird and gross yeah. up there. They like... Don't take care of the 11th floor, no. I feel like. Which is weird because it's like the presidential suite. Yeah, that's where the rich people are supposed but, to stay. I don't know, maybe not on Wednesdays. But even the 11th floor, like one end of the hallway was really creepy looking and like I didn't feel good. But then the other end of the hallway was like totally fine. Yeah, it felt nice. The air felt different. Yeah. It just looked a little nicer. And then even if you went down a level to level 10, same thing, one end of the hallway was okay and then the other end of the, ha- end of the hallway was like i'm not a huge fan yeah i'm gross so um, that was kind of weird yeah that was very strange and on both floors the end that we didn't like had a window propped open which i know had nothing to do with anything but it was just weird like it was just this old wooden window frame and like no the windows screen. propped up a little yeah no screen so it was just a weird feeling of like i feel like we could just jump out this window right now and it was just a weird sensation yeah i don't know it was very strange. We also, we did have a, a, a couple moments with the EMF meter where it would spike. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we weren't by a we fuse box we weren't by a fuse box. Anything. We made sure, every time that it spiked, we made sure to check the surroundings ev- everywhere near us to see if it was something around us, like a yeah. fuse box. And or we would hold a, it closer you know. to different electrical things to see if it would go off. And usually it would stop going off if we moved it closer to things. And then we'd have moments where we were just literally standing in the middle of the hallway next to nothing and it would start going nuts just for a second. And we couldn't explain it. Yeah. And we we tried asking questions during those times. And actually, uh, we're about to dive into some EVPs that we caught uh, some possible EVPs. Lauren hasn't heard these yet. Nope, she's I listened been to them yeah, me. I listened to about I think we had like six hours of you audio. Poor soul, Ashley had to so, comb through all of our audio. Bless I hope I didn't miss heart. anything. I mean, I was listening pretty intently, but there were some times where I was like, "Oh, I got to go back" because I was totally zoning not listening out. To yeah, this. of course you would listening for that long. I'd go insane. Um, and there were a couple times where our EMF was spiking, and we were asking questions, and nothing happened. And there was a couple times where the EMF was spiking, and we were asking questions, and we did. Get some weird audio. So, yeah, let's listen to some of the EVP. So, uh, we're going to start with some of the ones that I have questions about. Okay. Because I don't know what to think of them. So, do this one first. This one? Yeah. So, this one, we... We actually heard this one live. If you remember, we were on floor 10 and we heard what sounded like the elevator saying floor yeah. 6, but it wouldn't make sense because one, we were on floor 10 mm-hmm. and not 6, and two, the elevator voice was a woman's voice, right? and she would have said 10th floor, yeah. not floor 10. Right. She always said the number yeah. first. So, and this was a guy, wasn't yeah. it? Yes. So we were confused and creeped out because we talked about the story of Elizabeth Short getting off the elevator on floor 6. 
So we thought we were hearing something like from the past. Anyways, we caught that voice on the mic, but I don't know what it's saying. Okay. It, it sounds like something six. Some long corridor shots. Someone's coming up the elevator, I think. Nope, that was just a random creepy sound. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. What is it? It sounds like high six or five six. Five or... six. Am I shouting? Sorry. <laughs> it sounds like it's like five. Is there six. more to it? I see it's like thirty seconds long, but I had already. Not heard really. It. It's okay. mostly just us talking about okay. like what it was and like what. Yeah, we both immediately go, "Oh, is someone coming up the elevator?" Because we clearly heard a voice, but why was it a guy? Why was it a guy? It wasn't anyone's walkie-talkie or anything either. No, there was no one in the hallway. We no. made sure to check, and I made sure to listen to the audio to see if, like, after we heard that sound, there were people in the hallway. There's nothing. It's just a weird voice saying five, six. Yeah, it's like a robotic. Six. It sounds like a, one of those pre-recorded robotic voices from hotels, though. That's what's weird. Yeah. But if you go down the elevator any other time, it's a woman, it's as a we woman said, voice. saying... 10th floor, 9th floor. Yeah. So who's this asshole? No idea. That is weird. But that one we heard... Yeah, we heard it live and both were just like, huh? Huh? Yeah, that's Um, weird. So I don't know what to think about that. This one... I don't really even have thoughts on that other than like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is it? I don't know. I don't understand. Then, uh, this one's on floor 11. It was at the end of the night. We were getting those crazy EMF spikes and we thought it had to be something electric in the ceiling or the walls, even though we couldn't pinpoint exactly what was causing it. I got a couple weird sounds, but I can't tell if it's coming from the microphone. Uh, I've never heard the microphone make the sound before, but it doesn't sound like organic to me. So this one is... Here? Yeah. And listen to almost the whole thing, because I'm not sure where it is here. This doors. Okay. Right. We're on floor 11. And we're getting EMF spikes like crazy in the hallway of the 11th floor. Okay, it just left. Damn it. That was so good. That was great. Let's see if we can find it again. Is there anyone here that would like to communicate with us? It's very loud up here. I'm going to turn this down. Dang. What was that? I don't know. Is there anyone here that... Hey. Is there anyone here that would like to communicate with us? Elizabeth Short, maybe? Does it make you angry that you became famous for the way that you were murdered? Are you angry that you died before you could become a famous actress? Okay. 
I don't know what to do now. Either. Are you Elizabeth Short? <laughs> Did I make you angry? I didn't mean to. I just wanted to communicate with you. I just wanted to ask you a question. If you would like to communicate with us, you can speak into the object that's in my left hand. There's a red light on it. It's actually a microphone. We'll be able to hear what you have to say later if there's something important that you would like to say to us. Are you Elizabeth Short? <laughs> Did I make you angry? I didn't mean to. I just wanted to communicate with you. I just wanted to ask you a question. I didn't hear anything like out of sorts. You didn't hear like a. <laughs> yeah. Is that well? I think that was me. Are you sure? I'm like pretty positive. I think I was like so scared that I was like, <laughs> but maybe not. It it's hard to like, remember. Yeah, it sounds like to me, it sounds like um, I don't know. Like when you go on a computer, it's like bloop bloop. Yeah, it, I do it doesn't what you mean. sound like a human being laughing. Right, I know it what you mean. It does sound like a giggle, but it doesn't sound like it's coming from a human. A person. It's like, I know what you huh? mean. It's no, like it was, Mickey Mouse. It's like the Mickey Mouse laugh. I totally know what you mean. I think just right, I heard it, and right away in my head I was like, that was probably me. Which was, <laughs> which was stupid, because we should have had a no, like, quiet giggle rule along with our no whispering rule, but I still, I still think I made the sound because I was drunk. But, I mean, I don't know 100% that that's me, so I'm not trying to, like, immediately debunk it. But I think I heard it and was like, oh, I'm sure I was Oh, laughing. that was probably me. Yeah. Okay, cool. So. But it, I still love that clip because of the EMF going the EMF off so was crazy. Going crazy. Especially, like, it was starting to go fast when you're like, I'm sorry I angered you. And then when you're like, I just wanted to ask you a question, it slows down. And yeah. so in my head, I'm, like, imagining Elizabeth Short, like, walking towards you and then being like, all right, I'll back off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Which is, I know, can be such a stretch. It was but. kind of reacting to what we were talking about. Right. It wasn't necessarily, and we weren't moving the thing. Yeah, we were holding we're it very there. still, and it was going in and out like that. There were a couple times where we were like, oh, move a little more this way or this way. But like when we were asking the questions and it was like kind of responding, we were standing very still yeah. and holding it. Yeah, for sure. Um. So this next one. I might have to have you listen to it uh, on my computer afterwards because it's very quiet. Okay. But this is definitely something. Um, I'm going to let you listen to it and let... And it's right after I say... I'm talking to Laura who fell. And I say something about, like, we just want to know what happened to you. Um, were you pushed down the stairs or something? And then you'll hear a whisper. Okay. Uh, we're just wondering if you are here, and if you are here, if you want to say anything. Like, what happened to you? How did you, how did you fall to your death in the stairwell? Were you pushed? 
That was me whispering, by the way, my arm's getting really tired. How did you fall to your death in the stairwell? What the fuck? Yeah. Ew! Does it happen again? No, it was just that. And I don't Sounds know. like a guy. It sounds like a guy. And he's definitely, I think, he's, he's like, definitely oh, saying yeah. Laura something. It sounds like Laura I isn't. I need to hear it again. <laughs> Laura isn't. Hold on. You think he's saying Laura? Laura isn't, is what I thought. Does sound like he's saying Laura. Laura something. I don't, it's Laura something, yeah. It's not Laura, it's not Laura Finley for right. sure, but it sounds almost, like Laura I thought something. I heard like an S in whatever his second word was, but it does sound like Laura. It's Creepy. funny because like right after this, I say, I really hope your name is Laura, or I hope your name's not Lauren because I've been calling you Laura, Laura. this whole time. Right. So I like that it was like, Laura. It's confirming. <laughs> it is Laura. It's Laura. Ooh, that was a spooky one. That was Wonder it. Who that I don't, guy is. I have no idea. Huh. He's not her husband. He's still alive. So this one's weird too. This one's kind of scary, actually. Oh great. Um. So it's super low. Again, I might have to have you listen to it on my computer where I can enhance it. But I don't know. Um, I could hear that crystal okay, clear. Good. The volume's pretty good on the um, headphones. So it's the smelly room. So we were in the smelly <laughs> the room. Smelly room. I forgot. And. It's right after I say our EVP or our EMF goes off. Yeah, in the room, mm-hmm. I and I didn't that. remember that happening. But I do because we both were like, "What could have set that off?" But yeah. then we just kind of dismissed it. So the EMF goes off, and I start asking questions, and I'm being a little bit of a dick because sure. that room was so smelly. It was gross. It smelled like death and old yes. noodles. And I said, so, I say something like, I don't, we want to speak to whoever's dead body is in these walls. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't super nice. Yeah. And I can't remember what I say right before this happens. Oh, I think I say, I say something like, can we speak to the person whose dead body is in this wall? And they say, or you don't have to be the dead body in this wall or something. And then there's a sound. Okay. Um, and it's, it's smelly room. Smelly room. Love that title. And it's about halfway through because I got the EMF going off at the beginning too. That's weird. That's weird. Usually it's constant. Um, are there any dead bodies? in this um, very smelly hallway. Or anybody who wants to communicate with us, your body does not have to be in this hallway. Body does not have to be in this hallway. Nope. 
What is that? Nope. Is that a dragon? What is What the it? fuck? I don't know what that Ew. is. Did your it belly It sounds grow? like a growl. To me, it sounded like a full-on dragon growling at yeah. me. Was it your tummy? I don't think so. I, My I tummy wasn't making up. any sounds because there was just a rock inside of it. That's true. You weren't getting anything out of there. Um... That was it really creepy. It doesn't sound like it's an animal low. growl. No. It sounds like a... Yeah, that's what it... It could have been like a demon. I have no idea what demon. it is. Ew, I didn't like that one. I know. That was not what I was expecting at all. I'm not a huge fan of that one either. The shit out uh, of When me. I heard it, I was like, excuse me? And then I had to go back and like enhance it because I was like, what the Aww. fuck is that? Ew. I mean, if, I, if we had heard that, we would have said something. We would have reacted to yeah, it. Yeah, I would have been like, what the hell was that? And uh, I actually, that? Was I probably wouldn't have even spoken to you because I would have been sprinting back to our room <laughs> and I would have left you for dead in the smelly room. I've been locked you out and been like, have fun on the rest of your trip. Have I'm a great night. My bags. I'm I out. Um, so this last one is my favorite one. This was on floor nine. It was right after we got that strange EMF spike out of nowhere. Uh, we went back there another time later, but I, we didn't get any strange audio that time. But this is awesome. Okay. So you'll hear me talking about the activity on floor nine, the little girl who supposedly runs up and down the halls and knocks on doors. Then you hear the EMF spike. Then you hear us ask, like, hello or something. And then for the rest of the audio, you can hear something that sounds like it's down the hall. Okay. And it's the- Wait, is this from the time... That we went up to the ninth floor and it went off in that doorway uh-huh. for no reason. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if anything happened. So it's this one? Yeah. Running up and down the hallways and giggling. And guests have complained that they've had knocks at their door and no one is there when they go to open them. We just got a ding on the EMF. There's it's nothing not anything electrical here. Anyone that? here? Well, we just got a ding on the EMF. There's it's nothing not anything electrical here. Who's this child <laughs> singing? It sounds like there's a little girl singing down the hallway. You had to have added that in. What? I did not. I have to listen again. I did not. I don't Sorry. have a little girl. That is so cool. I'm like in disbelief. I mean, if we had heard that, we would have been like, it's weird that there's a little girl singing. Wait, I kind of want to play it so we can listen to it together. You can edit this out if it's useless for later, but. So remember, we looked down and we were like, ugh, I don't like the way this looks. No. The stairwell. (laughs) 
so hard to look down there. <laughs> Be really. Girl going like, huh? Well, we just got a ding on the EMF. There's it's nothing not anything electrical here. It's um, like you can hear like a whole song almost, but it's like really the distant. first one you could hear really clear. Yeah. It's like, and there was another one. It and wasn't coming like, out of the speaker this time, but I noticed the last time right at like the 58, 59, right before it cuts out, Mark, you hear another little like, yeah, you can hear it three times. The first one's like very clear where it's like, holy shit. That and then the second voice. one sounds like it's a little bit further away. And then the last one sounds like it's a little bit closer. What the hell? I don't know. But we did not hear that when we were recording. No, absolutely Because I not. know that I would have said like, Oh, it's creepy that we're on, you know, floor nine and there's a little girl a little singing girl in her singing. room or something. No, I think we would have heard that, especially because the EMF the, had just gone off. So we were like we listening were like, and alert and that's we're like, hello. The, the only thing I can come up with is that there was a little girl in one of those rooms and she was singing. Yeah. But which we may would have, have been the case, that. but I really think we would have heard it because we were very we high alert. Out. Yeah. We would have flipped our shicks. We were just talking about a little girl. Oh my god. I was so curious if anything would have come out of that because our EMF went off for such a random short time in that doorway and I was like, I hope we catch something. Yeah. But we go up later and we go to the exact same spot. We ask a bunch of questions on a better mic because that was when I was recording on my phone. Right. So the audio wasn't even that super. Um, We went up there with a better mic. There was nothing. And I listened to everything on floor nine. I went back and after I heard that, I re-listened to everything we recorded on floor nine. Because I was like, I'm going to... We want to find this little girl. through this shit. I wish there was more of her. that little, like... Spooky! That one is so good. That one's the best. I'm obsessed with that. That one's for sure. That one's like, something's happening. 100%. Yeah. It's like the other things you could maybe kind of explain. I mean, even with the little girl, technically you could say maybe there was someone singing, but I just, I really think we would I have. I truly heard think it. we would have said something to each other. One of us would have been like, hey, isn't that weird? Hey, did you hear that little girl singing? <laughs> That's messed up. That's fucked up. Uh, Laura isn't as crazy, or Laura something, because that is like a whisper. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was like a voice in the background, you could say like, oh, someone was on a different, like another Talking floor. A but like floor. that whisper is pretty close to the mic, it feels like. And it's a dude. Uh-huh. So that one and the girl singing and then that growl. Yeah, that growl is weird. It's strange and I, I can't like explain that. But the other two are kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. These just sounded weird to me. I want to believe that Elizabeth Short maybe giggled in that one EMF one, but I but really it think it could have been be drunk me. Lauren <laughs> giggling off to the side. I was probably holding the EMF meter up to my face going <laughs> like a stupid idiot. Well, regardless of like what we did or did not get we had a blast we had so much fun i'm sure if anyone follows our facebook or instagram you saw some really fun posts did you about... see the ghost of the biltmore on oh yeah wall? we did come in contact with the ghost of the biltmore he looked like a croc he was a chicken <laughs> but he turned out to be a chicken <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah we had lots of laughs and giggles a lot of fun in our room 
Um, just like talking about what had happened, doing the crystal pendulum. We like, did the crystal pendulum. I might post uh, in this episode. I'll probably splice in a little bit of pendulum. I won't make you listen to the whole thing because yeah, obviously we did it for a long time. We did the pendulum for quite a while, and you couldn't. Uh, it, it won't be that interesting to you because you, you can't see. We do say in the video or in the yes, audio yeah. like what the crystal is answering, but since you can't see it, I don't know how interesting it'll be to listen yeah. to. Yeah, and you could just be was, like, they're bullshitting me. Yeah, the crystal was reacting. <laughs> there sure. were times where it was, like, definitely going from, like, a no to a yes. Yeah, it would swing pretty hard. And then it had a lot of in-betweens. It was, like, not wanting to chat with us a whole bunch. It wasn't was wanting to on. chat with us at first at all. Like, yeah. it was, like... First it didn't even move. And then it very slightly moved. And then it only had maybe, like, three or four, like, yeah. yes, and then, no. Yeah, by the, by the end-ish, it was, like, really moving and answering, responding seemingly yeah. to what we were asking. And then it kind of slowed down again. And it wasn't, like... I don't know if we asked something that it didn't want to be asked or left. I don't know, but it started right. responding less and less. And then we put it away and we drank more wine. Yes. So. <laughs> Are there any spirits at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel? Not a whole lot. Not a whole no. lot to say. Are there any ghosts at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel? That's weird. Do you just not like when we call you spirits? Yes. Okay. Um, is Elizabeth Short here? Is she among the spirits? Ghosts? I'm so sorry. The ghosts? Yes. Did she die at the hotel? No. That was a pretty clear no. Um, did she know her killer? No. No, didn't move a lot. Uh, did Elizabeth Short know her killer? Yes. Was he a doctor? Yes. Was it Stephen Hoder's dad? That's a pretty big yes. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. The answer to it is Elizabeth Short here in the Biltmore was pretty lackluster earlier. Um, is, Eliz is Elizabeth Short, is her ghost here at the Biltmore with you guys? like a maybe I know it's right in between okay well what about a little girl is there a little girl on nine that changed pretty quickly that's a yes mm, what about a gray-haired man in the bar 
Mm, that's pretty strong. That's a yes. Did the gray-haired man used to work at the bar? Yes. It's kind of going crazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, does the gray-haired man know that he's dead? No. Does he enjoy the Biltmore Hotel? Does the gray-haired man enjoy the Biltmore? Yes. Uh, is floor number two kind of crazy, or are they just renovating? I guess we'll do part one first. Is there something? <laughs> is there something paranormal on floor two? Is that why it's closed? Yes. Yes, we um, did. But here's just a couple more little clips of the night that we had, and then we will wrap it up. Enjoy. Yay. I wish we could do uh, an EVP session and also eat white cheddar popcorn <laughs> me too but I know that that's probably I think not super crunching yeah. would take away okay. I mean we could still try <laughs> probably be a big fail but we didn't start the fire hey question about our friendship if my shirt was buttoned incorrectly, would you tell me? Of course, but it's not. I'm just saying, like in the future. You were all even. Yes, I would 100% tell you. Hello, is there a ghost in the elevator of the Biltmore Hotel? That's a yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the worst video. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hello. The ghost I of the Biltmore. I've lived here my whole life. Oh, he's on the ceiling. Be careful. <gasps> I thought it was a crock, but he's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right, so we have uh, about two minutes left before we are leaving our room and wrapping up the um, the uh, in the communication investigation. Wrapping up the communication in room three thirty one at the Biltmore. Wait, Millennium. We've had some wine. Millennium Biltmore Hotel in downtown. Los uh, in downtown Los Angeles. Um, California. Nine. What? Zero. One. Zero one. I don't know what the zip code is. Yeah, I don't think that was right, but it it could be close. It's probably exactly right. Um. So, this is your last chance. If you are in three thirty one, 
um, and you would like to communicate with us in any way, shape, or form, uh, please do so. We have a microphone here. There's a red light on it. You can speak into the microphone. We have um, wine for drinking. We have an EMF meter here, and if you wanted to walk in front of or come close to it, it should, in theory, beep. Um, we also have a flashlight, which has proved to be quite useless. Oh no, we did a puppet. Mm -hmm. We did a shadow puppet. Made so, it worth it. The flashlight's great. If you have any questions for us, you could ask us questions as well. Like, how do you get your hair like that? It looks so nice. Or... Yeah. <laughs> your hair does look nice. Thank you. I just thought it was a weird question. Or... What's technology like? Because I'm from the 20s. Yeah, I don't know when you passed. Or if you, you could even be alive. We talked about this. Different time. But all existing in the room together. Yeah, are you in 1930 sleeping in this room going like, What the fuck is happening? Why is there a shadow puppet on my ceiling? <laughs> Thought it was a crock. But then it was a chicken. <laughs> Thought it was a crock, but it was a chicken. Or maybe you don't exist and when we die, nothing happens. Just bring out all the theories. We just vanish. From maybe here. heaven's not real. Okay. Now all I'm right, going to get well, sad. I've had too much a turn. Welcome back. Um, welcome back to Keep It Weird. Um, that's pretty much all the time we have, but do you have any last thoughts on the Millennium Have built more experience? Um, I think 100% things are going on in that hotel. Mm -hmm. I think just talking to the staff alone was confirmation that like every person that worked there has had an experience. Everyone's had a very unique experience. Yeah. Um, there's just so much crazy history there. It was... Yeah. Oh, God. And of course the sound happens, right? Yeah. Whether we truly caught something or not, I firmly believe that that building is alive in its own way. Yeah. I mean, it's old as shit. It is old as shit. It's so <laughs> it's cool, so though. Old. It's so beautiful. You guys I have don't to want go anyone to be deterred It's like from staying to at this hotel because there might be ghosts in there because yeah. it is... So beautiful. The staff is so nice. Mm -hmm. um, you feel very like, old Hollywood when yeah, you're there, too. Yeah, just don't it's go cool. to floor 11 or 9. Yeah, I would say don't <laughs> stay on 9 or 11. Stay anywhere else. Or 2, else. I guess. We stayed on 3, and we were totally we fine. We stayed on 3, our room was and pretty everything boring. was... Yeah, our room... We, <laughs> we didn't get anything in our room. We yeah. did the crystal, but, like, there's no EVPs. There's no... No, no. it was a pretty... We slept really soundly. We watched Sex in the City. Yep. And <laughs> sure did. We had to put on we some ate Sex in the City. Cheddar popcorn and cookies in bed mm -hmm. after our investigation was done. It was Class a lot acts. of fun. We yeah. had a blast. And people give it great reviews all the time. There's only like a few weird trip advisor reviews. Yeah, there's a trip advisor yeah. review that uh, It's like, ah, uh, hey, my room was talks about the ghost. Um. <laughs> um so anyways, that's all the time we have. We can't wait to take another field trip. Yeah. Um and take you guys along with us. Be but fun. um Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Uh, we're always posting weird and scary movies that we think you'll like and weird articles and videos that we find. 
Uh, head over to iTunes and subscribe. And if you love us, give us a five-star review. It please. really helps us out. Please, please, please. Join us next week for a fan favorite. It's another Listener Ghost Stories episode. Yay. They're so much fun. They are. So I can't fun. wait. We could probably have some cocktails while we do that episode. I think we can. Okay, cool. Like, also, <laughs> Ashley, what's our sign-off this week? No! <laughs> you did it to me! Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry about it's, it. I'm sweating now. <laughs> I started sweating. Sorry. We um, all have to do it. Uh, okay, I got one. Okay, our sign-off this week is Keep na 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 it na 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 weird na 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 keep it weird. I liked that a lot. Thank you. Well done, Ashley. One of the best times. I have to go take a shower because I'm sweating. She's having a full-blown panic attack, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it weird. We'll see you next week. Bye. The seaweed is always greener. It's somebody else's lake. We didn't even miss a beat. It was like, I'm ready for the Little Mermaid. Oh, that was. <laughs> you really did talk about poop so much. I have six clips of me talking about poop. Oh, that's so mad. Bringing it up. Happened a lot. At one point, you go to the bathroom and I'm talking to myself about About it. poop. Yeah. You really wanted it to happen. I just, I wanted it so bad and it just didn't ever happen. <sighs> and I feel like I went so many times, so it just wasn't fair. <laughs> What is that? You took all my poops. <laughs>